these people see these places, but you see this thing that you realize most other people don't see and you want to show them that. And that's what I, I know you're doing and I hope to do is to show people this side of a country that is hard otherwise. It's not easily accessible. It's not, you know, easy to speak the language or get around. And I want to make it easy for people, especially women. Welcome to the Genius Women Podcast. I'm your host, Yulia Denisuk, an award-winning travel photographer and writer with work in some incredible publications like National Geographic, Farm Magazine, and more. And this year, you'll see my name in places like Condé Nast Traveler. I'm on a mission to help other women who want to grow their travel storytelling careers go after their dreams while feeling supported, worthy, and bold. If you're ready to ditch your fear and doubt to the side, step into your brilliance and take action on your dreams, you're in the right place. Let's go. Our podcast has turned one year old last month, and in that time, we've reached 10,000 downloads and counting. To celebrate, we're bringing back some of our most beloved guests for a check-in to see what's changed for them and what has stayed the same. Today, I'm sharing with you the conversation I recently had on Instagram Live with Brianna Wilson, a travel writer based in Mongolia and Georgia, who was our guest on season two. And if you haven't yet listened to that original episode, do check it out. Brianna shared with us her journey of living her life in Los Angeles behind and becoming a travel writer. Brianna had this to say back then. Don't get discouraged if you don't meet that goal or if you don't get that award or that assignment doesn't get picked up, it will happen if you just continue to learn from it and listen to the feedback in yourself. And don't be afraid to change that vision and readjust it to what's happening in your life and what you want to be happening. In today's episode, we catch up with Brianna and learn more about what she's currently working on and what she's excited about. And don't forget, you still have time to access the sneak peek preview of my Storytellers in Action class and get the first module for free when you register at GeniusWomen.com slash sneak peek. That's GeniusWomen.com slash sneak peek. Go there before Wednesday, November 24th to get your free access. All right, now on to this episode with Brianna. Today's check-in with Brianna Wilson, who is an amazing, amazing person. Uh, And if you guys haven't heard our podcast episode with her, I highly recommend it. Uh, You can find it via the link in my profile. It was one of the best conversations we've had. Brianna has shared her story uh, with us, how she left LA and the, the grind and the hustle of LA behind and how she moved to Mongolia and, you know, Georgia as well. I felt like we... We were definitely on the same wavelength on that podcast, you know? And so... Yeah, for sure. I know, right? Yeah, exactly. That's why I wanted to bring you as one of our first guests that we're checking in with, because I would love to hear, you know, since the podcast, which again, everyone who's watching this live or going to watch it later, do check out the original podcast episode. It's season two, and it's amazing. But since then, so much has happened, right? It's been almost a year now. And... Just last thing, and then I'm going to shut up and let you speak. But last thing, when we checked in last, you were in Georgia. You were trying to get back to Mongolia, but you didn't know when that's going to happen. And I know that since then, you've already went to Mongolia, and it looks like you're back in Georgia now. Yes. 
So oh. yes, yes. So please, Brianna, welcome, welcome. So excited to have you today. And please tell us how are you and where are you and what's going on? Yeah. So the last time we spoke, I was here in my apartment in Tbilisi and I didn't know when I was going to get back to Mongolia, but I managed to go back in July and okay. then I spent July, August, September in Mongolia getting my stuff sorted back there, adventuring around the country on a overland car camping adventure of my dreams, uh, but also doing some business stuff and, and getting myself sorted there a bit. And I came back to Tbilisi two weeks ago, mostly because Mongolia in the winter is cold. Oof, it's not for the faint of heart. It's not for the faint of heart. I, oh I love that country more than I love most, but that cold is serious. So yeah, so I came back here and I'm going to spend the winter here and then head back to Mongolia, hopefully in May. And do some overlanding trips, host some ladies there, get some stuff going, do some motorcycle trips, and yeah, show some more people this country that I fucking just love. Amazing. I find it very interesting how both you and I have this, I don't know what's the right word, crossover is not the right word, but we're both travel writers, right? Photographers, content creators, whatever. But we're both also running trips for people to these places that we love. And I feel like it's such a, once you find that place that makes you feel this way, you want to share that beyond just writing articles about it. Is that how you see it? Yeah. <laughs> and you realize that these people see these places, but you see this thing that you realize most other people don't see and you want to show them that. And that's what I... I know you're doing and I hope to do is to show people this side of a country that is hard otherwise. It's not easily accessible. It's not, you know, easy to speak the language or get around. And I want to make it easy for people, especially women. Mm. Yes. 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 Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Oh my God. Yes. We're like we're like siblings or something. I don't know. It's it's know. funny how we we speak, you know, we, we speak in very similar terms. Awesome. So you're back in Belize now. Is the winter there milder than uh, Mongolia? Any winter My is milder <laughs> than a winter in Mongolia. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty True. mild here. I mean, we get two big snows a year. It's cold. Otherwise, it's not like it's, you know, beaches and sunshine all the time. But it's not bad. It, it's tolerable. I can still go hike a lot of times. Mm -hmm. I can still do a lot of things, which is what I like. Being in Mongolia in the winter is just hard because I can't be outside. I can't go do things freely. I can't just get in my car and drive and, you know, go to a national park and spend a day. Like, it's really cold. It's really a lot. So here, yeah. it's more, it's easier. It's a more manageable lifestyle. So that's why I like to spend time here in the winter. And yeah, there's a lot of sunshine, which is nice. Like today was a beautiful sunny day. So I took the Uaz out. We went for a little drive and, you know, stretched. Awesome four-wheeling legs and yeah it, it was a nice uh, Tuesday today's Tuesday right like I've no it idea what Tuesday I know well that's that's the other thing right you know because we're sort of crossing over between all these different subjects and again if you want a more structured uh, look inside Brianna's life in the podcast episode we we really discuss a lot of it but what I think uh, you mentioned with your Tuesday comment is that like for me, at least, that was another huge draw to pursuing this path is that I'm totally in control of how my days and my weeks are going. 
Like, do I want to take Tuesday off to go into a natural park or national park? Or, you know, today I took a nap during the day because all of a sudden I just got so tired and I'm like, well, you know what? I'm just going to take a nap. And that's it. I think people ask me a lot why I got into writing and why I do the things that I do. I think I, when I like really think about it and I really like grind onto the hardcore answer, it's that I wanted to create this lifestyle that created a freedom for me. Yes. And that's what I do every day. I mean, some days I can't write. And so I take the car out and I go on an adventure, even if it's a little one, like just driving. I literally just drove a mile up my street and I have these back roads that I just go down and hilltops that I go to and stuff like that. It's not even anything crazy, but it's the freedom to be able to do that and not stress about it and not have a boss that I have to answer to because I left just for 10 minutes. It's like, that is my nightmare right now. So it's not I developed this lifestyle you know, for a specific passion for writing. It's a specific passion for just curiosity, I think. Mm, yes, yes. It's, no, it does. Oh. It absolutely does. And and I love that. And and same for me too, right? Like I'm, I'm taking two months and living in Jordan now for two months because I can, because I don't have, you know, yes. I don't have a desk that I, I am tied to so I can do this, you know? And I, I think for me, at least, the older I get, the more crucial it becomes for me to like to really design my life you know it's 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 now like this yeah. trendy word this designing your design life design your life Love you know that. because it's yeah i mean wh- people don't do it they don't it's hard it's hard to make that decision and it's hard to decide what you prioritize like money is not a priority to me freedom is Same. and oh my god See, this is why you and I talk so well. We always have these great conversations because we just realize what values these things hold to us, which is very different from most people. And that's fine. I'm not saying that like we're doing it right or someone else is doing it wrong. I'm just saying for me, this is what makes sense. That's it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Awesome. Well, listen, okay, so you are now in Belize. You're going on hikes, you're, you're riding and you're doing all that stuff. Tell us about your last time, again, when we were at the at the podcast, you were mentioning that you were working on a hotel, motel, motorist motel project. Yes. Yeah, so I came, about that. I came back here, not specifically to work on that, but to kind of get some legs on that. I'm in a very beginning stage. I have never built a motel. I don't do numbers. I am a creative person. So I'm having a lot of conversations right now trying to figure out the next best steps where to do it. If anyone has any experience in this, send me a message. Would love to hear from you. But yeah, I'm going to start looking at properties, I think in the next few weeks and try to figure out something from there. I have a very clear vision on what I want. I think I can make it happen. I'm pretty positive. I'm pretty like optimistic about what this vision holds for me. And so I'm just going with it. And everyone that I've shared it with has been super optimistic about it as well. So so yeah, it's been very exciting. I mean, like I said, I am a writer. I write words for a living. These are not <laughs> things I do normally. Like writing a financial outlook and plan is like very much beyond me. But it's been a very interesting, very exciting journey. So hopefully I won't have anything to share within the next few months. It's a very long process, I'm realizing, especially yeah. here. But yeah, it's, it's still in the works. 
So I hope I can bring something, you know, to all of us soon. That's amazing, Brianna. And I think, right, what you said, first of all, I think the most important, you have the most important part, which is the vision. And you have the second most important part, which is the bravery to, to just go ahead and dive in and start doing it and start figuring it out as you go. Because, you know, that's what we actually need. I think that's, that's an entrepreneurial quality that's, you and I share because yes, I'm a writer and I'm a creator, but I'm also an entrepreneur, you know, I'm doing all these different things. And I think that's what is a definition of an entrepreneur in my mind, at least it's, you know, I, I don't know how to write a business plan. I've never built a hotel. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and figure this out and find people who can help me. And I'm very open to, here's the thing I keep telling people and I keep just speaking it out loud for a few reasons, mostly to keep me accountable and to make me adjust what I'm saying, like based off of feedback and things like that. But people are providing this information that is so valuable to me. And so mm. just like, they're just willing to be like, we see this, here's what you should do. And I go, oh yeah, that is what I should do. And it's, it's just been a very enlightening experience. I mean, if it doesn't happen, it's just not meant to be. But I feel like I just keep speaking it into truth and I keep speaking oh, yeah. it into existence. Oh. And we're going to see where it takes me. I'm not, who knows? I mean, it's very exciting though. It's been a super fucking cool experience regardless of me even having done anything. But hopefully I have something to show for it soon. And I think that I will. I've had very interesting meetings and people involved. And so yeah, I feel oh. very excited about it. I love this. I love this, Brianna. And what you said about speaking into existence, right? That's, that's the magic. That's the key right there. It's right. That's the thing that most people don't do is they don't want to say it because then they feel accountable for it. And they feel like then they're pegged into a hole. And it's true. And that's why I don't do a lot of things. But that's also why I did it is because I knew if it, as soon as I said it, I had to fucking do it. And yeah. that's what I'm because so, then because then people like me ask you, well, you, you mentioned about this thing. So how is it going? Tell us about it. So you have to, then you have to show that, hey, I'm working on it, right? Exactly. Then I have to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. That, yeah. that thing. Yeah. But no, we're getting there. It's a long process and I'm getting clearer on the next steps that I have to take and what I need to do. And like I said, anyone who has any advice, very open to it. But yeah, it's been very exciting, very eye-opening. So yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. You know, I was uh, thinking about something that you said back again. I'm gonna keep referring to our podcast episode with Brianna because everybody should listen to it because it's amazing. But something that you said over there was, and and that's definitely been my experience too in this industry is how competitive it is and mm -hmm. how you feel like you're always fighting and competing for the same opportunity. And I found that an entrepreneurial community is not like that, actually. It's much more like, hey, you're working on something cool. Let us let us see how we can support you, you know? Has that been your experience as well in even pursuing this uh, hotel project? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've reached out to just random people here that I casually know either through a first connection or a second connection or a third connection. And they've all been more than stoked to just give me information and not like in a way that I feel like I owe them something. I mean, look, Georgia is great for that. Like people here are just very happy to help and always very open and very like, what can we do for you? That's just the mentality in the community here. And that's part of why I like it here. But I never experienced that in the editorial world 
I mean, I, <laughs> I always wanted a mentor and I always people who would guide me and it was always very closed off. And I'm not saying that like, that's the community in general. I'm just saying that was my experience. And yeah. this is the exact opposite, which has given me a lot of confidence to kind of pursue it, which has been nice. And mm. I'm just going to hold on to that and take that positivity. And I am a very optimistic person in general. I don't have time for pessimistic mentalities and this and that. So when something presents itself in a way that this has, I grasp it and I take it and I recognize that that's special. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just go with it. And yeah, for better or for worse. I love that. I love that. I love that, Brianna. And it's, uh, it's exactly been my experience as well. And again, like you said, it may not be the experience of the industry as a whole, but for me as well, you know, for the most part of the past five years, working as a travel photographer and writer, I've been alone. Yeah, I'm just alone trying to figure this out, and I couldn't. Girl, you got me. Want... I'm always here for you. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah, and you know, I was also looking for mentors. I was looking for people to show me the way, and it, it felt like every people were so just like that scarcity mode of you know, if I'm mm-hmm. gonna share stuff with you or share resources with you, that means there's less for for me. And this is the honest, LA I escaped from. I didn't like that that me versus you doggy dog like that mentality is just not for me i think the world is big enough where we can all do our own thing and support each other and that's what i want to create i want to create a community a place where that's acceptable like and by creating a motorist hotel i mean look the motor industry is dominated by men that's a fact but by creating a space where it allows women to have a space that alone is just a step and that's a place Mm. where like there's a lot of you know leeway and and openness and and i can create this community that's at least not like full of dickheads that are just closed (laughs) off like no it's mine it's ours we're ride or die overlanders and adventure like i don't like i don't like that mentality i don't want that i don't want to perpetuate it i don't want to support it i don't want anything to do with it so i want to create something different so that's Mm. where i want to Love it. I love it. And I think that at least that's, you know, it's funny when you sort of get on a certain path, you start seeing signs of that path everywhere. You know, for me, since I've started Genius Women Community, and you know, that is also the reason why I started this is exactly for that reason, right? Because I wanted the space where we can share, where we can support each other. And then all that created is fucking amazing. So amazing. People, I honestly bow down to everything that you I am constantly in awe of what you create and our women and what you do. It's honestly amazing. Anyways, I'll stop fangirling now. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm working on a retreat for Genius Women next year. So we got to talk more about that. Yes, we do. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the path, right? So when you're on this path, you start seeing signs of it everywhere, signs that are supporting your vision, which actually why visualization works. If we, if you want to geek out a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm really into visualization. And that's one of the reasons why it works, because when you give your brain that picture, that's, you know, something that you want that doesn't exist right now, then your subconsciousness, your brain starts looking for signs of that out there in the world that you haven't seen before because you haven't been paying attention, you know? Um, but what was I going to say is that what I'm seeing now is this collective rise in awareness of a feminine way of doing things. And when I say feminine, I don't, I don't mean like, you know, 
feminine in a stereotypical way that we think of feminine, but I think of embracing, of community, of healing, of, of who we are at competing. our core. Yeah. And I see that. I see that in all kinds of different places, in all kinds of different spaces, in all kinds of different conversations. And I, I do think that collectively something's happening in the world where people are like, hold on, this capitalism, this, this crap is running us into the ground we have to do things differently really like on a grand level we have to do things differently and it's exciting it's really it, exciting. Ha it hasn't worked i mean i think that people are more depressed and you know stuck in their old mentalities more than ever and if i can help someone celebrate a new way to get out of that i'm fucking there for it and i love it it's scary and Look, every step I've ever taken has been not easy, not conventionally accepted, not path that people have taken, but I've just gone for it. I am a very specific personality that it's, I just set my mind to it and I do it. And I realize that that's not for everyone, but if someone needs that help, just send me a message or I'm here. I want to help. I want to tell people that it's not as hard and overwhelming as you may think. I've done a lot of scary shit in my life, but it's not as scary as you think it is. You just have to pull the trigger and do it. And so the more people I can convince that that is the case, the better, I think. Oh, I love that, Brianna. You're so right. You're so right. Because a lot of the fears are in our mind. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you said it. You said it so well. We need to put it on a t-shirt somewhere. If that's, you know, that's, that's the thing. It's, but it's not just in our minds. I mean, it's very, it's like society tells you that you can't do a lot of these things. Yes. I mean, I drive the Uhas down the street and these old men in the neighborhood look at me and they're like, I'm sorry, you're doing what? Can we do what? Like, yeah. what's accepted here? And it's not just here. I'm just using that as an example, but you're told you can't. Places, right? Yeah. I mean, you're in Jordan. You get it. I'm, must People must look at you and go, what are you doing? You're crazy. That You can't do that. That's not possible. And you're like, it is. I mean, states too. I mean, everywhere, you know, there are so many constraints that we put on ourselves and that society puts on us as well. That, yeah. you know, I think it's prevalent in many places around the world. I, I want to actually, I want to just take a moment and read some comments that we have. We have yeah. so many wonderful comments here. And um, while we do, guys, you think about a question that you want to ask Brianna because Brianna is amazing. And let's see, uh, let's see if you have any questions that you want to ask her about her path, about anything really. Uh, uh, nice to see you. I, I don't know uh, what's your name, Margot, maybe? Margot? Mark Dance. Let's see who else has left a comment for us here. Oh, somebody's asking me if we can translate it, this into Russian. Maybe later, maybe later. Adriana is saying hello from Canada. Hi, Adriana. It's so nice to see you. Uh, Tommy is calling Brianna a boss lady. All right. All right. Badass Brianna from Jenny in Tbilisi. Jenny has a very dope newsletter here in Tbilisi. It's called Today in Tbilisi. She will leave it in the comments, uh, but everyone oh, yeah. should to it because it tells you everything that's going on here during the week it's actually how i find things to do here it's very nice actually so she is a very awesome. dope being that does cool stuff here that's awesome really cool uh it's it's amely it's amel yoga sorry I don't, it's from i'm probably butchering all these but uh is asking is belissi nice to settle in for a few months is it easy to go on winter adventures there Yes, it is. We have very nice mountains and winter destinations, but 
Yeah, the city is very mild. So if you're not so into snow and cold, you can hang out here, go to bars, go to nice restaurants, or you can go to the mountains like Bakmaro, Kazbegi, uh, and go skiing and do very snowy centric adventures. But yeah, it's a great place to be in the winter for sure. I have to visit you in, in Georgia. It's Jenny's newsletter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jenny's newsletter is at todayintbilisi.ge. So you guys go check this out. It's, it's really cool. Mike is asking, I might have missed it. Where do you want your hotel to be? It's a secret, Mike. No, just kidding. <laughs> I was thinking I wanted it here in Tbilisi, but I think now I want it in a different city here in Georgia for a few Ooh. different reasons based off of a few different conversations I've had. But yeah, it will still be the same motor-centric motel concept i have in mind that's really cool if you have any ideas for me let me know and i just want to read out this comment it's also from jenny uh, who says that creativity and invention uh rules in the entrepreneurial community zero scarcity here yeah that's what i feel too like every time i'm you know part of those entrepreneurial you know circles myself yeah i totally i totally feel that so and and i'm also I think it depends on us to start changing things in the travel journalism community too, because that's what I always speak about uh, when I speak is that, hey, guys, we don't need to be uh, operating in the scarcity mindset. We are all so unique. We have such unique stories to tell. And that, and it's, it's not just, you know, it's not just lip service, actually. We actually, in, in the, in the community, we have these, uh, monthly calls where we, we do brainstorming ideas. We, we do idea brainstorming and, even when we're looking at the same destination, the ideas that we come up with are all so different because we're all interested in, in different things. And, you know, we have very different experiences from each other. So even our angles, it's all very different. And so that's where I'm like, I, I'm not competing with anyone else because what I'm talking about is so different from what other people are talking about, you know? Exactly. So it's up to us to start changing that. For sure. I mean, I think if we moved away from this mentality that's, that it's me versus you versus me and you. How can we support each other? It would fucking change the world. I mean, mm. and I know that that's like a imagine all the people type scenario, but I think that that's where it should be. It's like, it doesn't have to be this doggy dog world. Like I would rather support someone and have equal shares for everyone than, you know, me tramp all over you and be a shitty person. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And we share that uh, view. So that's another reason why we connect so well. That's amazing. Um, friends, any more questions for Brianna? Well, leave your questions in the comments. Don't be shy. We're going to hang out for another five to 10 minutes and uh, answer your questions. And it, it's getting really dark here. I, I like planned it so poorly that when I came out, it was nice outside. And now it's just, I don't know. Can you see me? I'm like disappearing into the darkness right here. It got really booty over there. I was like, can you see me or no? Yeah, of course. Okay. Oh, it looks nice. You have nice trees behind you. You're on a nice patio. Feeling yeah, it. Yeah, it's very, it's very nice. And yeah, the, the call to prayer was actually going for the most part of our conversation, even though you guys probably didn't hear it because, you know, I'm, I'm having headphones on, but it was just an amazing. I, we didn't hear it. Soundtrack. That is my favorite part of being in countries like that is that just, it just stops you in your tracks and you go, <gasps> It's just very special. Yeah. 
I mean, that's, that's part of the joy of traveling is those experiences and those sounds. Yes. What have you eaten sure. there? Wait, tell me more, more importantly, what have you been eating? Oh my God. So I had, oh my God, you, Brianna, this is like, so I had my, the most amazing meal. I've been coming to Jordan for many years now and I've had, I've been to Jordan many times, you know, but on this trip with my group, I had the most amazing meal. We were in the desert with the Bedouin community and for lunch, we went and saw a family. It would be so amazing if you could join us. But so, so there's this couple, it's, it's a man and a woman. They live in a tent in the desert. It's a, you know, it's the Bedouin lifestyle. Younger folks live in the villages now, but older folks still choose to live in the tents as they did for, for years and years, you know? And so we came, uh, we, we drove for like 25 minutes through the desert, you know, deep in the desert. And the man was so excited to see us. He was making coffee and see, he said he couldn't sleep the night before because he was so excited because he knew we were coming, you know. And the woman, the, his wife, she made us mansaf, which mansaf is a traditional, a traditional Jordanian dish of rice and meat and uh, jameed yogurt. It's very good. It's really, really good. But it was amazing, this woman, how she made it. And I don't know what she did that made it so amazing, but it was just the most amazing meal I had here in Jordan, you know? It was made with love. Yeah, for sure. For sure. The love and the wind of the desert, because she was making it right there in the, in the desert, you know? We were eating it with our hands. We were all sitting around this huge uh, uh, plate and eating it. And yeah, it was just really, really super, super awesome. I'm still thinking about that dish now. It's, it's been a week since. What, are, what kind of tent is it? Is it like it's, a camp? Is it, is it similar to like a yurt? Not so much. No, it's well, in a sense that it's like a wooden structure. And then there is like a canvas stretched across it. Yes. But it's it's very different. It's like it's more rectangular than round, and it's made with goat hair canva that they make. It's black, black and white. Uh, it's really cool. Can you post really a picture? Cool. I can. Yeah, I have some pictures. I actually have. Yeah, I have okay. pictures of it on my profile. I'll... Like I want to compare it to a gear. Yeah, it's it's quite different from a gear. The the concept is the same because it's you know it's wooden structure and then the canvas stretched over it, but. How it looks is quite, um, do quite they, different. Do they move with the seasons like the Mongolians do? They do. They do move. Yeah, they move. So they follow to, the well, it, it, it really depends on each family's individual situation. Um, well, that's actually a good question because I know he has, but I don't think they cover as big distances as, you know, what, what the, um, the nomadic herders yeah. in Mongolia do. Although that's also changing, I know, because the family I, I stayed with in Mongolia, who was also nomadic herders, they were telling us that they don't move uh, big distances now. They sort of stay around because they want to access, you know, healthcare and, and, and shops in the village, for example. Yeah. So they, they, they don't move far. They just sort of stay in the area, you know. Um, they're, so. they're, they're moving less and less. And yeah. But yeah. There's a lot of reasons to get to these places now because things are changing yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. And we, we talked about this with them as well, because, you know, he, he has 10 sons, this man that was hosting us and all the 10 sons, they live in the village. They don't live in the tents, you know, <laughs> which is the thing to do for a lot of them. I mean, yeah, a lot of our friends, it's like the kids, 
it's cool to go to the city and they find bigger opportunities and it's easier and this and that, but at the same time you lose the culture and it's hard. I, I have a very hard time coming to terms with me wanting to preserve this culture and like, oh, but it's so cool. And then at the same time realizing it's really hard and like, I couldn't do it. So why do I want them to do it? It's, it's I have a lot of questions in these scenarios. It's very interesting. It's eye-opening that way. It is. It definitely is. Friends, I think we're going to start wrapping up here. I'm afraid I'm going to just turn into a pumpkin now because it's becoming so dark here. It's been so wonderful to have you on. And like always, you are just such a ray of really sunshine and positivity and bravery. We have to literally like meet in person soon and take over the world or something. Everyone else, you're all invited. Everyone is invited to our taking the world party with Brianna. Yes. Yes. We'll make it happen. Definitely. And I'm really excited to, to hear about all the things that you're working on in Georgia and in Mongolia too. That's just so, so awesome. And yeah, let's, let's check in again. And if, if there's anything I can help you with, with your hotel project too, I mean, I don't know. I, I have no experience in that as well. But if there's anything that you need, or or even just a sounding board, you know, just a sounding board sometimes is also helpful. And Thank you. I really, I'm, I'm happy. really, seriously. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I don't know what I'm doing either. So. <laughs> Nobody does. That's the beauty, right? And we just have to be brave in acknowledging that because people put up a show. They put up a front a lot of times. But listen, we, we none of us know what we're doing, but we're doing it anyway. And so we're having fun along the way and living as true to ourselves as we can, I guess. And that's, that's life. That's the beauty of it, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you. I really, really, really appreciate that. As always, you are still my most treasured human being. Thank you. Same, no. same, Brianna. Thank you so much. Ever we're going to be, oh my gosh, it's going to be so epic. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Either Georgia or Mongolia or Jordan, one of those three places somewhere. I got chills just thinking about it. <laughs> and thanks to everyone who's joined us too. Thank you guys so much for listening to us for, for this almost hour now. And please do check out the podcast episode that we did with Brianna. Seriously, it's it's really cool. Uh, she shares a lot of wisdom and beauty on this podcast. And we are so excited to have her there and to have her here again today um i will post this later as a as a replay so you guys can check it out again and thank you so much brianna enjoy belize and winter in georgia uh stay warm stay inspiring and we'll connect with you very very soon thank you and we will talk soon and yeah anyone who has any questions feel free to send me a dm yay awesome <laughs> thanks guys Thank Have you. Tuesday evening. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed catching up with Brianna as much as I did. And don't forget, you still have time to access the sneak peek preview of my Storytellers in Action class and get the first module for free when you register at GeniusWomen.com slash sneak peek. Go there before Wednesday, November 24th to get your free access. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week for a very special episode in which we get to meet one of our Storytellers in Action students.